Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media, where we're decoding Trump tweets today on June 20th. Let's get started. The first one, and you will find these in the description box below. Just open up that link and you can read along. The fake news is not mentioning the safety and security of our country when talking about illegal immigration. Our immigration laws are the weakest and worst in the world, and the Dems will do anything not to change them and to obstruct want open borders, which means crime. Thomas, what do you make of that tweet? Uh, basically, if you support separating these children from their supposed parents at the border, you're committing a crime. There are laws, folks. And these Democrats and all these people crying and crying and crying about children, those laws have been in place for a long time. They were created by the Congress. It is the executive branch, Trump's job, to keep us safe. He needs to close the borders because that's you don't have a country if you don't have borders. And if the borders were closed, then there'd be no separating any children at the border. And as they came through the proper door, they'd have the proper documentation, and we wouldn't separate any children from their parents. But they better be seeking asylum legally, because if they're not and they cross the border, mind you, we only pick them up once they cross, and that's after they've committed a felony. And those who think it's a misdemeanor, you are incorrect. That is a felony. And they must be sent back. And the problem here is that Trump has already said he's simply going to stop giving aid to places like Honduras that send us MS-13 instead of good people. He's going to just simply stop giving aid to any of these countries that won't take back these uh, undocumented illegal aliens, these felony criminals, who have in many cases kidnapped children and held them hostage to try to get them into this country through human trafficking. So there is nothing but a war going on in our border over drugs, over illegal immigrants, over uh, political machinations at the border, 114 Politicians have been killed in the last um, 14 months in Mexico. This We're dealing with one of the most dangerous places in the world, Mexico, and it's on our southern border. Now, Thomas, I know that's kind of on the surface, but when I look at this even deeper, of course, we know that the Democrats need this kind of illegal immigration in order to boost their electoral electoral base, and they need those voters. But when we look at the things that have happened that we all know about, the pedophilia, John Podesta, Pizzagate, all these kinds of things, we look at the human trafficking all around the world, we look at the involvement of the church, not just the Catholic Church, but the Council of Churches, and the benefits that they receive financially from refugees, one can't help but wonder if what really is at the root of this is they're going to lose their revenue base for trafficking human beings, especially children, with their blood, their organs, and and sex. I just wonder if it goes deeper. Oh, it absolutely is very much a part of that. We've seen these in these encampments that have now been found. We've seen it in mass graves. We've seen it in the fact that these children who are supposedly the children of those crossing the border who then, because of Obama's deregulation of our laws, has said then that you can just simply... Uh, catch and release, and you can just come into the country. And by the way, to the illegal immigrant coming across the border, committing a felony, here's your court case for eight months. This was just being reported uh, in the White House yesterday in conversations which are on the Trump tweets. They were literally saying, this is the way that it works. They say, okay, we have to catch and release you because you have a child. We can't prove you have no documentation. You say it's your child. Uh, well, okay, we believe that. Uh, so we're going to catch and release you because we can't really do otherwise. 
and separate them, and there's no documentation. If you separated them, you're going to have to send the adult back, and the child is going to have to come into America because you don't know whether that is a criminal. You can't just send them back. Where did they come from? These children can't represent themselves, and it's now the standard that you just send children to the north, and oftentimes parents literally are paid to have their children used in human trafficking to get across the border. So what they want Trump to do is commit a crime. He won't commit a crime, and he won't not do his job. His job is to protect us at the borders. So bad immigration laws, which have been deregulated, in which there have been orders from the President Obama again and again and again, causing these things to go into the condition that they're in. And by the way, the very supposed cages, those are cages that were there during the time of Obama. We showed all the pictures on Truth News headlines. In fact, in the description box below, I have a clip from CNN in 2014 where they are reporting on the ground about this whole situation. Well, that's, 200, that's 2014. That's during Obama. Absolutely. And the lies of showing children in a cage, that was a staged rally that was a fake picture used by, really it should be illegal, because they know exactly where it came from. They had to crop the picture to show a child in a cage. But the children who are in cages, those are the cages that the Obama administration built. Those are their receiving stations. Same receiving stations that have been used by Trump. He didn't create the law. And matter of fact, he says he's going to do something which will probably be an executive order or some um, direct order to either the uh, border security, ICE, uh, Homeland Security, so on and so forth. He can do certain things that could cause a bit of a change in it, but you can't change the law and you can't ask the president to break the law as Obama did. That's what he did on everything. So that's standard operating procedure for him. Trump's not going to break the law for the sake of a bunch of Congress people who cannot get their show together to write decent legislation. And as you say, there's many nefarious aspects of this. It's not just the Democratic vote that they get from illegal aliens, but it's all these other things. It's the flow of the CIA uh, drugs across the borders, the flow of illegal pharmaceutical drugs. It's the flow of anchor babies and pregnant women across the border. It's on and on and on. There are a thousand things going on across, uh, crossing that border and at that border that are illegal. And we need a border. We need a wall because if we don't have a wall, we have George Soros's open society. Look what happened in Europe. That's George Soros. Related is the next tweet, and I know this conversation will continue on. It's the Democrats' fault. They won't give us the votes needed to pass good immigration legislation. They want open borders, which breeds horrible crime. Republicans want security, but I'm working on something. It never ends. Now, let me say, not all Republicans want security. There are a lot of Republicans that we're seeing that do not want to... Uh, have good immigration laws because they're benefiting. Uh, they're, the businesses that support and fund them are benefiting from cheap labor, and who knows what else? Oh, absolutely. And he's so right. And it's Jim Jordan who's standing up for Trump and saying that uh, Paul uh, Rhino, Ryan, Republican in name only, stupid ideas which try to uh, subvert the work of, uh, of Goodlate's uh, immigration recommendation for legislation. What we're seeing here is that, as Jim Jordan points out, all of these things are stabbing Trump in the back and do not put his four pillars in. A wall, get rid of lottery, get rid of the chain, 
immigration and get rid of catch and release and other such things. If, if those four aren't in there, Trump's not signing it. So all it is is political maneuvering. And what it is is it's a chance for Ryan to do the last bit of damage before he leaves as, uh, as the Speaker of the House. His damage to the Republican Party, I don't know if it can ever be recovered. I think it, it's going to be part of the death knell of the Republican Party. And so what he's doing now is simply trying to sneak behind the other Republicans back, throw out liberal, stupid immigration laws that the Democrats support, the Republicans don't, to make it look like the Republicans don't support the illegal immigrants so that then they, they vote Democrat. It's as simple as that, folks. It will never win. It's already been told in the Senate that they won't even consider either one of these two stupid Paul Ryan bills. And so what we have here is nothing more than Paul Ryan saying he works for George Soros and the Open Society. Yes, but in the meantime, as they spin up all this drama about whether they're going to pass immigration or not, they're not looking at the real problem, and that is with the Horowitz investigation. True. True. And, and the social chaos caused by these immigration issues uh, breathe eco-terrorism. And that's what it's really all about. Trump says he's going to do, he's working on something. What he means is he's rewriting the House bill instead of working and rewriting the Goodlake bill. And so he's trying to get it into a condition where it states his position, which is the position he had when he ran and he still has now. And if the Republicans would get on board, we could finally secure America and we could start then in the Congress to really look at the question of immigration and rewrite the whole thing if necessary. And Trump is willing to do that. And he's willing to enforce the law of immigration that's passed by the Congress, but it's their job to do so. Now, if we want to talk about the Horowitz, that the reason this is happening is exactly as you just said. Children at the border. This is a 2018 election issue. It won't crop up again until 2020. It only crops up when the Democrats need to make sure the message of, uh, of virtue signaling goes out to these undocumented illegal alien felony felons, which is make sure to vote for us. We support you. We're going to continue to have open borders. We're going to be, give you entitlement. We're going to give you amazing gifts, free medical for your for your family. We're going to give you free education. We're going to even deliver it in your own language. We're going to make sure that you get a false social security number so that you can be a DACA who is employed and pays taxes and therefore can sue us because we, you paid taxes and we paid you tax returns. And there are lawsuits from DACA recipients who are suing the government because they stole the social security number and because when they received their IRS return, that proves that they're citizens. This is the kind of insanity that bad immigration laws cause and focusing on the border is nothing more than trying to not focus on what the Horowitz report says. Even though Horowitz is a big fat liar and everything he's saying is, uh, the evidence is there to prove that there certainly was bias, but he says there's no political bias. But in his conclusion, in the first sentence, it says there's political bias. And now that he's testifying and he's bringing forth many new things which aren't even in the report, like there were two other, there were five people who were totally biased and hated Trump, working against Trump in multiple, in the counterintelligence investigation, and then in the small group working against Trump, the, the uh, committee to impeach. And then we now find out that four or perhaps five of those people who followed Trump around hounding him and now are attempting and were attempting through the special counsel to impeach Trump, 
which was nothing more than continuing what they were doing with the crossfire hurricane. And you've said that all along. I mean, our audience, if you've been listening to us for a while, Thomas pointed out months ago, if not a year ago, that this was just the same group of people changing the name of what they were doing. Everyone who's ever worked with the government knows that the Inspector General's office is where truth goes to die. You're not going to get... Even if you get the truth, it doesn't mean anyone's going to do anything with it. We've got the truth of 13 charges against Imran Awan from the Congressional Inspector General. What happened? Nothing. What happened when the Inspector General investigation of the FISA court said it was completely, completely in noncompliance? Nothing. Nobody got charged. Nobody got indicted. So don't expect anything to come from this. But the truth of the matter is... Horowitz wants to be the next head of the FBI or the DOJ or even the CIA. And so he has to present some evidence. So he's giving the evidence, conclusive evidence, indictable evidence. And yet he plays like there's nothing indictable. They're exactly as Comey in the investigation that never took place concerning the non-named person, the non-targeted person. Remember, this has now come out. Hillary Clinton was not targeted. She was never named, and there was no investigation concerning her emails. Not even Huma, not any of her assistants, none of them were ever named. There was no investigation. Therefore, there could be no charges. Therefore, there could be no 302 reports. Therefore, there could be no one. There could actually be no immunity for any of them because there was no investigation. You can't give immunity if there's no investigation. You can only give immunity if someone's giving testimony that gives you indictable evidence against somebody else. So the concept of immunity in a non-investigation that was downgraded to a matter that was influenced by Bill Clinton on the tarmac with Loretta Lynch, and Loretta Lynch was already compromised, and she already tried to blackmail the New York Police Department over Anthony Weiner's laptop. All of these things in the Horowitz investigation, all those people should go to jail. These are criminal acts. He cannot stand back and say that there was no political bias. Is he out of his mind? That's stupid. And he and Ray... But watch it work. Then nobody's going to do anything. It's like Trey mm -hmm. Gowdy gave another great performance. I mean, who doesn't like to listen to Trey? He is an incredible prosecutor. But it dies. That's it. You hear him vent and then nothing happens. But this time, citizens, we need to keep pushing. We want to see results. I mean, they've demanded a criminal investigation into Christopher Steele and the Department of Justice, Jeff Sessions, has ignored it. They've demanded investigations into the FISA court abuse. Michael Horowitz is ignoring it. It, He's got seven things to investigate. This was one. He took 18 months to investigate one. He's got six more. How long do you think that's going to take? Well, he's going to keep doing this to uh, put it off into the 2020 elections to try and keep us from the polls and voting for Trump. 500 people worked for him during this investigation, reviewing 1.2 million documents. That's a lie. They hid 30,000 text messages, which are the most damnable evidence and indictable evidence between not only Struck and Page, but where's Comey's emails and text messages? Where are, where's Rod Rosenstein's? Where's Loretta Lynch's? Where are Hillary's? Oh, those are in Christopher Ray's possession. Christopher Ray has a complete copy of Hillary's server. Okay? This has been, this is his testimony before the Congress. He has it in two different forums. He has the 33,000 uh, missing emails. They have the 300,000 emails of 
Huma Abedin that were stolen in an espionage case sent to her husband who then stole them and kept them in an insurance folder to use for blackmail. And what happens? Nothing. There have been no investigations. I want to say this and not yell it, but it's very hard. Horowitz has admitted that there were no investigations in 2015 or 2016 against Hillary Clinton. We were told there was an investigation into the emails, a second investigation into Huma Abedin's stolen espionage emails. We were told that there were three investigations into the Clinton Foundation irregularities. Well, right? What are they getting paid to do there? We were told that there were investigations into the leaks. We were told that there were investigations. She was never investigated for anything. Pay for play, Uranium One, $145 million. This was a demand that... Well, that well, Thomas, what are they doing at the Department of Justice and the FBI? If they're not investigating the top store, this top uh, crimes of the day, what is it that they do? Cover the crimes of their friends. And that's what they're in play. So can Trump just go in and ask and get the, whatever the FBI is holding? I mean, they do work for him. Well, as, as Brad Parscale uh, sent out in a message recently, basically Sessions has to go. The special counsel is a joke. It's based upon fallacious information that we now know is complete nonsense. And it has to go. And then the whole thing has to be cleaned up. Because what this does indicate, though nobody may be prosecuted, is that the entire DOJ, FBI, CIA, NSA, Department of uh, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence are all compromised. 100% compromised. Look at Clapper. Look at Brennan. We have to look shut at them Comey. all down. They Start have, again. It has to be completely you restructured. Know, if you were in a business and this was a business operation, you just bought this business and you saw these different dysfunctional departments, you wouldn't hesitate. You'd shut them down. Here's what you do in business. Fire them all. Yeah. Hire back the ones who are, who are actually doing their job and the prove ones, that they did their job and that they're not SES members. Yeah, well, and that they pass their security and background clearances, which a lot of these senior executive service operatives didn't have to fill out. Exactly. And that's where a lot of these operatives are placed. That's how Imran Awan got the top highest top secret SCI clearance that anyone can get in America, though he never had a background clearance, was active in crime at the time, came in on a lottery uh, immigration pass, uh, left the country illegally numerous times, stole all kinds of things and 13 charges of espionage, and yet still no background check. He got promoted by Debbie Wasserman Schultz to be an advisor to the Democratic National Committee after the Capitol Hill police kicked him off Capitol Hill and all of the four people that were working with him because of these crimes. He got promoted by Debbie Wasserman Schultz and then had more access to the Democratic National Committee server, the one that the FBI never got access to. Okay, we have a retweet from Eric Trump. It's hard to believe that the historic North Korea Kim Jong-un summit was actually one week ago. Truly amazing to see the links, the left, the media will go through to change the narrative. And then there's a picture of Trump and Kim Jong-un attached to that tweet, retweet. Every single newscaster in mainstream media, except for a few, wished they had the button to push and they would push it and start World War III with North Korea just so that they could say that, you know, that Trump was a bad person. 
They will do anything, the lies, the cheating, the misinformation, the showing pictures of things that were from years ago under Obama and saying it's Trump. They will not report the truth. They will not do any investigative journalism. They will not tell you the $4.5 billion that built those missiles were given to to North Korea by American presidents. They're never going to tell you the truth. They spend so much time. Now, what's happening here? What it, recent statistics show that about 75% of America does not trust mainstream media. They think that it's lies. Now, recently I saw some statistics. I didn't get it backed up, but it said that about 40% of Americans have left Facebook, social media, and mainstream media. Now, if that were the case, and now we see it in some of the statistics, but I say those that Facebook lies about the statistics, Google lies, they all lie. Twitter lies, they all lie. They can control those numbers by pushing a button. So what, what are we really finding out? They're losing the war. The mainstream media is losing. They're going to try to buy Fox now to shut Fox up and make it just one of the six standard stations reporting nothing but the Associated Press and Reuters Thompson. So what do we see? Thank you very much. We see the dying, gasping last breaths of fake news and the weaponization of social media. Okay, the next tweet is a quote. Uh, quote, FBI texts have revealed anti-Trump bias, close quote, at Fox News Big News, but the fake news doesn't want to cover. Total corruption. The witch hunt has turned out to be a scam. At some point soon, the mainstream media will have to cover correctly. Too big a story. I was just thinking this, and so when I saw that, I thought, oh my gosh, isn't that funny? I had are the exact you same me thought that you were like no, aligned in your I, thinking I, I here. I don't know. You, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe his thoughts are so powerful they enter my small brain, and I just have them. I don't know. All I know is I said to myself this morning, "You know what?" Before I read these, they're going to have to start covering this sooner, or else they're going to lose the rest. They've lost. Well, you look know, at 40%. Drudge. They're going to lose everybody else. Look at Drudge's headlines. He'll do anything to keep from posting what's really going on. That struck is out right now. What's going on with uh, Horowitz's report? Anything but. So these texts, we're going to do a little um, article on this because we're, we're going to laugh the whole time. Go to the end of Horowitz's report. Go to the conclusion. First sentence says, there was absolute political bias. Well, if there was political bias that went through in all of those investigations, including Hillary's emails, including Clinton Foundation, including Uranium One, including Trump, including the dossier, including the attempts to impeach, all of that filled with bias, political bias. We see it in just the texts that we have. And they're not just the texts of these six people. They're also texts that include Andrew McCabe's remarks, Bill Presap's ideas, uh, uh, Comey, uh, that that Clinton actually directed, uh, excuse me, that Obama actually directed the whole thing, that certainly John Kerry was aware, Loretta Lynch was complete. We have all the text, folks. And don't forget the people that are, had run away early trying to hide from us, like James Baker. They got out so that they wouldn't be questioned by the IG. The IG can only uh, question people who are currently employed. And so they got out so they wouldn't have to answer, so that they wouldn't later get, get in the crossfire of actually lying. And that we saw the biggest people involved, you know, uh, James Baker, uh, Jonathan Weiner, uh, uh, Steinbeck, Giacoloma, uh, Carlin. Um, Ka- they're like, whoa, we're out of here. Rebecca, they're all, uh-huh. they jump ship as quick as they could because they didn't want to be questioned in this. Now, the deal is, 
There's 30,000 missing texts, and those are the missing texts that are in the very sensitive time period that would show the criminal activity to impeach a sitting president. Those are all missing. You think Horowitz didn't know that? Do you, th you think, why didn't Horowitz, he mentioned before the report, but he doesn't mention in the report, how clearly they violated every single rule they have about text messages, phones, private lines, personal messages on, 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 their, on their work phones. They violated everything. And then we know that they cheated. And then we know that when they started getting into the sensitive areas, that their text messages then went to lines that, hmm, there was a slip up, something happened, they don't have those. Government documents, text messages between the lawyers and the, the attorneys and the agents conducting these investigations, those are all government property. A single missing one of them is a crime you go to jail for for about five years, generally. So Horowitz hiding them, crime. When then the DOJ and the FBI knew that Horowitz was going, that Horowitz already had them, they assumed he wasn't going to do anything with them. But when they started to leak not leak out, when they started to be demanded by Congress and they went there and they were redacted and some of these phrases leaked out and they became the biggest news, what happened? Oh, then they disappeared. Remember? 10,000 of them, uh, 55,000 there, only 230 of them actually given to Congress, tens of thousands missing, completely redacted. Blah, 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 blah. So the text messages are the damnable stuff and yet they were completely scrubbed as clean as they could possibly be, folks. And yet we're going to show you just as every real citizen journalist or alternative journalist is doing right now. They're taking those text messages between those agents and the lawyers and showing this was a conspiracy of the highest order. This was treason. This was we were in a constitutional crisis. These people clearly stated that in their high-level positions, they were using their power to overthrow a duly elected government of the United States of America. That makes them, these are war actors. These are no longer citizens Let's of the United right States. There. They are war actors. They are enemies of the United States. And had Hillary won, these people would still be in play and they would be locking us down. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And it would be over, folks. Trump declared a national emergency. Well, Hillary, it was already stated in the, seven, the 17 intelligence agencies that create the intelligence community wrote a report called the Paradox of Progress, where they clearly stated what Hillary was going to do. Afterwards, when she didn't get elected, she screamed these things at, at the news media. She was going to bomb six sites in Syria, one of them being Damascus and all airstrips. That would have started World War III. Well, okay. what do you do when the place is run by a group of psychopaths and the same people are out here? What do we do? We just have to continue to keep hammering on legal action. Now, legal action can go around the DOJ, but then it will be determined, the, the action will be determined by what court it goes to. So once this summer is over and Trump gets... But we know the federal courts are corrupt. They're just as corrupt as the DOJ and the FBI. There's 17 federal courts, or 18 or 19. He's put in six people, and he's got four more on the way. Okay, in so other we, words, he will have the majority, placed. and it will then be when the DOJ assigns cases, they will assign them to Trump-appointed judges, 
and we will have some justice. Right but now, there's Sessions no justice. Sessions is still there. I mean, he's still dirty, and he may not appoint it to Trump-appointed Sessions judges. can stay there until the Mueller investigation ends, until Horowitz's pathetic investigations are shown to be what they are, which is nothing burgers. They will not indict anybody. Is Andrew McCabe going to be indicted? Who knows? He's so such a criminal. And what, indi- what will he be indicted for? The least crime that he committed. The absolute least crime that he committed, the insinuation of a leak that wasn't approved, the insinuation of him basically perjuring himself, but they called it, instead of perjury, they called it not being candid. By the way, they say these things, just like the way Comey's exoneration of Hillary said it, just like the way Michael Horowitz says these things, the exoneration is in the presentation of the evidence. He presents the indictable evidence, and then in the same sentence says it's not indictable evidence by calling it something other than it is, non-candid instead of perjury. Or what we would call with Comey, uh, they, they said he didn't follow longstanding um, standards and regulations and so on. No, 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 no. He committed outright crimes. And Comey was in charge of all of his underlings. So if Andrew McCabe goes down, if Peter Strzok goes down, if any of them go down, Comey has to go down. He was their boss. And if he goes down, Andrew McCabe has to go down because he was second in charge. He was in charge of Bill Priestap. We also know that Lisa Page was uh, having intimate private meetings with Andrew McCabe. And we also know that another attorney and another agent of the six that did show political bias, were also having an affair. What do did you they do? T- are you telling oh. me they didn't know this was going on? That's what they do with the FBI and the DOJ. They have sex with each other. That's what they do all day long, and we taxpayers are paying for it. All oh, those staid lawyers love those exciting FBI agents who are like 007. You know, Peter Strzok. Oh, look at him. He probably carries a gun with a silencer because he looks like... Mm. Okay. He looks like James Bond to me. Well, I'm just saying, they're doing a lot of hoo-ha, and they're not working up there. If they have sex with somebody else, they lose the security clearance well, if they're married. Period. Done. Done. But they, they know that. And but, if they don't know that, then they have to have lie detector tests. Thomas, there's nobody to enforce the law because... This is standard operating procedure. When they know someone's been compromised or even suspect that they must do a lie detector test if they are an FBI agent or working in the Department of Justice, especially the National Security Division, which these people were. It's called law and order, and they're covering each other. So you see no law and order. Now, the next text is a reference to Peter Thompson, Open Championship winner, five-time, who has passed away. And there is a picture of him there. And then the next is a retweet, Pastor D. Scott, once the midterms are over, liberals won't talk about detained or separated illegal immigrant children until 2020. Correct. Those children don't vote. They don't care about them. They don't care that they're human traffic. They don't care that they're killed on the way to the border. They don't care that they're killed when they get over the border. They don't care they're sold into slavery or sex slavery or or human trafficking. They don't care. The only thing they care about is the political leverage of virtue signaling. And that's it. The Democrats won't budge on these issues. We said this from day one when they brought up DACA. We told you there will be no decision on DACA. They don't want a decision on DACA. They will never decide on DACA because DACA, the way they defined it, is a lie. Obama created such a mess that you can't even define DACA. We have defined it, and we've defined that it's probably about 8.5 million people, not 700,000. And we worked with statistics 
that are conservative statistics from um, the last time that they gathered up all these statistics in the last census. And in that census, they, the Democrats, made sure that no one was asked if they're a citizen, if they have illegals in the House, if there are any other people in the House. Basically, you fill it out voluntarily with whatever you want, and you can lie all you want. And that's what we're working with. So that means the statistics that we've given you are underestimated. They are low. They are conservative. So what we're really dealing with is over 20 million undocumented illegals that can vote. We don't know how many children there are. We do know that there have been 22 million migrants under the auspices of migrants. They're actually Muslim invaders of Europe, kind of a reverse crusade. 22 million have come in. How many do they say came in? 4 million. A little over 4.2 million. Lies, lies, lies. And who is it? These are the liberal open society, George Soros, let them all in so that we can have social chaos so that people like George Soros can sweep in and do currency manipulation. I call it economic terrorism. And he does this in every country that he destabilizes. And he is the leader. He's, it's now come out. I said this from the beginning. The conclave wouldn't agree with me. Sorry, conclave members. I was correct. All of those boats are, that are bringing them over are paid for by George Soros. This has now come to light. And George Soros says he's not paying for the boats anymore. And that the European Union, he is now blackmailing and extorting into paying $60 billion a year, basically to him, so that he doesn't bring these migrants over from just North Africa. That's just North Africa, folks. $60 billion to stop the people pouring out of Libya is where they're usually uh, they're pouring out of or Morocco. But the point is, is those are ships that are paid for by George Soros. He's been doing this all along. He paid for the food and water for all of them all along. And we're not talking about the millions that are in Turkey, that at any moment, the absolutely unstable megalomania who is running Turkey, Erdogan, and if you haven't noticed that he is a complete nutcase, then just simply look into what he's been doing. This is out of control. This is a George Soros takeover of Europe, and we're having it in America, folks, and Trump is trying to bring it to your attention. They may not be Muslims in all cases, but there are certainly Hezbollah and Hamas and other groups coming across the border, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, taking stronghold in South America right now and sending people north to create social destabilization. What is going on? This is an attack on America. Trump has called it a national emergency. That border is going to have to be secured, but he can't secure it with existing laws. And he, do you think he didn't know what was going to happen? Do you think that wasn't a setup? Do you think that the caravan coming and the people climbing over and then them giving the statistics of how many catch and release had to happen, that there was no other choice? That was the beautiful message to everyone of what is really going on. This is Obama immigration, insanity, illegality, criminal attack on our southern border by foreign actors, by war actors. I'd call it children. No, the children are being taken advantage of. Nobody in their right mind would travel across. First off, who let them leave Mexico? Who let them enter Mexico? Who let them leave Honduras? Who let them leave El Salvador? Who let them go in and out of those countries as they were coming up from South America? Every one of those countries has committed a crime and we need, as Trump says, to stop all U.S. aid to all of those countries. 
Final tweet today, more records, hashtag MAGA, and there is a picture from Shoreflop Nam that uh, says record-breaking, 95% of the manufacturers report a positive outlook for their companies and the economy. You can't get much better than that. He met with, with all these business people, and they these are their own words. These are their own statistics. They have more optimism for America than we've seen, basically, in history. I want to mention one other thing that was there so we don't pass over it. There was a beautiful little uh, video of King Philippe VI and his wife, uh, the King of Spain. Most people don't know there is a King of Spain. They also don't know that he controls 700 million people who take a fealty oath to now King Philip VI in, in the in the what's called the organization of the Ibero uh, American Alliance, and people don't understand that this is, person is incredibly powerful, and in that they say, well, we've got into great descriptions on this and the, his alignment with and without papal assistance, with and without Jesuit assistance. But keep your eye on King Philip VI. This is no small event that Trump recognized him. Why would he recognize a deposed monarch or a monarch that has no power? Why would he do that? Because he does have power. He has so much power and his father, Juan Carlos, was one of the most powerful people in Europe for decades. Do not underestimate the meeting between Trump and King Philip VI. He, King Philip, who is a deposed monarch, is in fact, one of the most powerful people on the face of the earth, and Trump knows that, and Trump just made an alliance with a man who has as much power. He has every nation in Europe, every Mediterranean nation, and every Spanish or Portuguese-speaking country in the world in his alliance, and people don't even know it exists.